So at Mount Angel, um, when they would elect the uh, new abbot, this is a Catholic position. You'd pray, they'd pray three days. So it's a Catholic position because in the early church, when you elected um, a bishop and the ones who would elect a bishop would be the local community. Uh, you'd pray for three days and then they'd vote and uh, select a bishop. So Benedict did the same thing. And the amazing part is I was there when they were gonna elect another abbot and they said, you know, uh, from the youngest to the oldest, everybody gets to vote and you pray because maybe God wants the youngest or the oldest. And I, I like that tradition. The contrast of that is actually uh, what Plato had to say. Plato was against democracy. Um, and I remember in high school when I read Plato, I thought he was completely wrong. Now as a withered, bitter old man, he's right. Um, but his position was the problem with democracy. He said, if you had a ship and they said, okay, now let's vote who's gonna be the next captain of the ship. Uh, some people are gonna say, oh, I like that guy because he drinks with me. Or I like that guy, I'm gonna vote for him because he promised me this. Or people will vote on their worst impulses. They won't vote saying, no, who's actually had experience at sea and knows how to manage? Um, so Plato is kind of right. People often vote according to their worst impulses. But what I like is Christ or the Catholic position. You spend time praying because what does God want me to do? So Jesus, when he, he has, it drives me up the wall in movies where they make it look like he has 12 followers. He has hundreds of followers. He picks 12, it's a very Jewish symbol. 12 is their leaders, but who to pick? So as always, he goes up the mountain, he prays, and then he picks the 12 leaders. And the amazing part is um, the 12 have nothing in common. In fact, many of them are opposites. Think of like Matthew, the tax collector, and Simon, the zealot. They would have been political enemies. Simon, the zealot, would want to kill Matthew, the tax collector, as a collaborator. Um, and don't get me started on Judas and Peter is uh, uneducated, cowardly uh, fisherman who's gonna be the leader of the 12. All of them are opposites. And so the point being is that I kind of like that in the sense that it's like the old analogy of spokes on a wheel, all of them different, all of them pointing in different directions but they all merge at the hub of the wheel, which is Christ, and united with Christ, they become one. They're greater than their differences. And so, like, I know everybody's on the news always talking about politics, but I wish the Catholic Church would kind of put forward that we should be praying this time, that we don't vote according to our worst impulses. And um, like, think about the Catholic Church. We're the largest organization in human history that comprises of every political spectrum and every culture. I mean, people who are completely different become one. Complete opposites, like the Polish getting along with an Oklahoman. Um, 
opposites because we're all connected at the center of the wheel, which is Christ. And so like Christ, before every major decision, he prays and prays and prays. Um, I think he's giving us an example. Um, look at the first reading with David and Solomon. Solomon wants to kill David simply because he's controlled by anger and insecurity and jealousy. But David, in this amazing part, uh, Saul goes into a cave uh, to relieve himself. And lo and behold, he's standing unknowingly right next to David. So David could have easily killed him. I mean, here's a guy who takes an army to kill David. David could have killed him. But David doesn't act according to revenge or anger. So he just lops off part of his um, mantle. And then when Saul leaves, David calls to him and says, you see this? I could have killed you, but I have to stand before God and be judged. Um, uh, I could have killed you. I'm not, ang I'm not trying to destroy you. And Saul realizes for a brief moment that it's Saul who's acting according to anger and insecurity. David acts according to what is right, even when his enemy is handed right over to him. He doesn't kill him because David doesn't act in anger. So I think in our prayer life, our decisions, we pray and pray and pray so that we don't make our decisions based on our worst impulses, but on the will of God. And then even strange things like natural enemies can become one. If we, if we act according to the Holy Spirit and not to our own selfishness. And so sounds kind of strange. The gospel remind me in this political season, I think our action or reaction should not be being addicted to the 24 hour news that is just trying to yank your chain. We should be more addicted to praying for the right decision. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.